Eleonora continued, We were married in the house that very evening in the reading room. There was the minister, my father, this man who I would marry, and the estate staff. I was happy, and he was happy. We were happy. Vincenzo told me to follow him to the large mirror mounted on the wall. The sapphire was framed in a silver mounting with a heavy silver chain. Then carefully and gently, Vincenzo put it around my neck. I saw my reflection in the mirror with my new husband, imagining the future that stretched before us. There, the sapphire of Eleonora had found its proper place, around my neck. That was the only place Vincenzo wanted it to be. He refused to put it in a vault or hide it inside a hollowed book. He whispered over my shoulder as he clasped the chain around my neck, Beauty deserves beauty. Never remove it. We were happy together, blissfully happy together. We cherished every moment we spent together. He was right when he said we were soulmates. He was right when he said our future was written in the stars. He was far-seeing beyond my understanding, and I loved him all the more for that. We had two children by the time I was twenty years old. Our children were happy for many, many years, and we all loved to be together. By the time Vincenzo was fifty years old, we had amassed a large fortune, but the sapphire was the most treasured of all our wealth. Eyes of greedy people began to focus on us, on our wealth, and most of all, on the sapphire of Eleonora. We decided to leave and become less prominent in the society. Sadly, all of our attempts failed to hide who we were. Within two years, my husband Vincenzo died. The love of my life, my protector, my guardian, my best friend, was dead. My life was going to turn dark in a very short time. Eleanor could see the concern in both Consuelo's and her husband's eyes as she continued telling the story. You see, many people heard about the sapphire that Vincenzo gave me. Many people wanted the stone, as it was precious. Almost immediately our house was under threat from many black-hearted people, including both men and women. People began to make public outcry that Vincenzo had promised them the sapphire upon his death, that he had stolen it from their family, that the debts that owed them would be more than the stone is worth. Yet in all this time, I never removed the stone from around my neck. It was a promise that Vincenzo made me swear. Eventually it became unbearable, to the point of desperation. Then the children and I devised a plan that would put an end to this in its fullness. I held my children, now adults, tightly, whispered to them of my happiness with them and the love I felt for them. I explained that it was necessary to free them and myself from the greedy people in this world that sought only to harm us and to take away that which my husband and their father had provided. Then, sadly, one dreadful night, I died. I died in the vast forests of our estate, 
Our children would testify on the holy book itself that I went for a long walk in the forest, my heart and soul blanketed in sadness for my dead husband. They would say, Mother never goes back there because of the wolves and wild boars that find the forest their kingdom. Her heart was shattered, and her mind was not clear. They would continue and say that they pleaded with me not to go back there alone. It was dangerous, it was foolish, and that I could be killed. Nevertheless, I went alone, unescorted and unarmed. It seemed that our far-seeing children were correct. I was killed. When night fell and I hadn't returned home, our daughters summoned the men who worked on the estate to begin a search for their mother who was grieving and empty for the loss of her only love. 